Prepare your ears, humans. Happy, sad, confused begins now. Today on Happy, Sad, Confused, Ben Schwartz returns with two big films in February, Sonic the Hedgehog and Standing Up, Falling Down. Hey guys, I'm Josh Horowitz. Welcome to another edition of Happy, Sad, Confused. Uh, yes, very excited to say that Ben Schwartz back on the podcast. I feel like he's been on many times, but the truth is only once. Oh wait, I think he called in another time. Not that we're, it makes it sound like we're like a drive time call-in show, but maybe we called him. That being said, this is his second official full-on appearance on Happy, Sad, Confused. Uh, ben is uh, one of the funniest, most talented humans on the planet. Hopefully he's not listening to this because I don't want him to know that I acknowledge that. But yes, he's a friend. He's, he's uh, an exceptional uh, actor and one of the top uh, improv artists on the planet. If you haven't seen Middle Ditch and Schwartz do their thing, um, I highly recommend you go see one of their shows. Um, they, uh, they do it like no one else can. And uh, excited to say that Ben uh, told us on the podcast today that uh, you'll be able to see it in the comfort of your own home soon enough. Uh, his long form improv with Thomas Middleditch is, uh, has been taped and is going to be uh, available in, in some different forms um, on a mysterious outlet at a mysterious date, TBD. The operative word is mystery. Uh, what is not mysterious is that Ben has a lot of things going on. He's got two big films coming out uh, next month in February. Uh, you won't be able to miss Sonic the Hedgehog. This is, of course, long in the making. Um, this big budget uh, interpretation of the classic um, uh, video game character. Ben, of course, is the voice of Sonic. Jim Carrey's in it. James Marsden's in it. I can't wait to see it. Uh, it's going to be big and fun and awesome, I'm sure. Also worth mentioning, and I have seen this one and I can vouch for it, it's a great piece of work, is Standing Up, Falling Down. This is a real two-hander, a small independent film, but like a real, real, some real juicy stuff for, for Ben alongside the great Billy Crystal. Uh, smart, funny, touching, all the good things. Uh, it comes out on February 21st in theaters and on VOD. Seek it out. It's a special one. Uh, it was a blast talking to Ben. We talked about the movies. We talked about, you know, we geeked out about Star Wars and video games. And, of course, Oscar nominations are out. So we talked a little bit about just what movies uh, we liked in the last year. How do I feel about the Oscar nominations? I'm glad you asked. Um, I have the same kind of issues that everybody did. Um, you know, the obvious omissions that I was disappointed in. Um, it would have been fun to see Jennifer Lopez, of course. I really was pulling for Adam Sandler in Best Actor. I wanted to see Lupita Nyong'o in Best Actress. Um, certainly, there is not enough diversity in the acting categories this year, sadly, again. Certainly, we need to break down this, uh, this cycle of all-male nominees and director. That being said, I think all the directing nominees are worthy Greta Gerwig, I think, did a fantastic job, so I understand the arguments for having her in there. I would have been perfectly happy and thrilled to see her get a nomination. I'm glad she got nominated for writing, and I'm thrilled that Little Women uh, is a Best Picture nominee. It's certainly one of my favorites. In fact, I would say, honestly, all nine Best Picture nominees this year, I liked all of them. I loved some of them, and I liked all of them. So I don't have major complaints in that. Um, I'm excited to see the Oscar ceremony. 
I kind of wish there was a host. I don't know why we're like part of the fun of the Oscars is seeing someone just kind of own the stage and do their thing. So I think that's that's something that I'm not thrilled that the last couple of years they've been doing. But um, I'll be there. I'll be watching. I love me a good Oscar show. And, and there's some good movies that are worth celebrating this year. Um, so, yeah, that's my take on the Oscar nominations. We also talk a little bit about it with Ben, partially in jest, but partially seriously, too as most of our conversations go. Um, I'm going to get to the main event. Uh, ben Schwartz, as I said, he's got two great new projects worth seeking out next month. Sonic the Hedgehog out on Valentine's Day and Standing Up, Falling Down out February 21st. Mark your calendars. Remember to review, rate, and subscribe to Happy, Sad, Confused, spread the good word, and enjoy this chat with Mr. Ben Schwartz. Man, I hope you bring it today. What do you mean? As if like the last few times I haven't. I just really hope you bring it. I hope you really have good questions. <laughs> do you know that's what I mean? That's not what I do. We've done this enough to kn- you know I, that's no, not I think what you I bring have, to the table. I think you have greatness in you. Really? I'm going to shut off my phone. Yeah, I, please. Be a professional for I once. Be, Look at you. you. Oh, you're in on-camera fancy clothes today. Yeah. You're not in like your onesie. You're have normal. You the goddamn New York Times? You heard of it? I... No, oh, I'm more of a, it's post, a New York Post kind of guy. Hey, I, I read the Post too. What? what, what but for sports, you don't like sports. So what do you read the Post for? I do like sports. I Name used to like sport. Uh, highlight. Highlight is correct. <laughs> I bet on highlight. So you go to that Post a lot. So you can. Okay. <laughs> they they have the best New York highlight coverage. Josh, are we rolling? What? Are we rolling? Yeah. You can see the you red a, light? Can, yeah. I, can I ask you a question? Yeah. A lot of people are calling this the interview of the century. This one that hasn't. Let me finish. And I'm just afraid that you're not going to bring it. Don't worry, it's okay. You're not going to bring it. Meaning you're not. Yeah, no. No, I, I'm I, here. You, I am present. I'm always present. Look at we're, we're, we have locked eyes for the next 45 minutes. Do you look at Michael Shannon in the eyes when you interview him? I look lower down yeah. the body. Yeah. I want you to. God damn it, Josh! Can I tell you something? They can't see that you've put your hands uncomfortably <laughs> on my table and closed your eyes. Just so you know. <laughs> Do you okay, know how Josh, this works? Can I tell you something, Josh? He, he Josh. I'm just afraid you're not going to bring it. Have you ever podcasted before? This is my first one. Really? Am I doing well? I'll give you a B minus. Happy, sad, confused. Can I ask you a couple questions about the podcast? <sighs> sure. Okay. Uh, do, you you see, said, you don't actually have a question. Oh, now I do. you're just making it up. You're you said for your, improvising. You said for your last podcast episode, you're going to do Ever. something crazy. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to murder you. You're going to murder yeah. me on your last podcast. <laughs> so, is this the last one or no? I don't want to spoil uh, it. Let's see. You got to say it at the end. A lot of people are saying you're not going to bring it. Happy Oscar nomination day. Thank you. I really worked my butt off for this one, um, but I feel like we got there. Uh, Parasite to me no, was no, no, a no, movie no, no, that no. I had to make. Um, <laughs> you, oh. The class system is it's flawed. And um, so I was like, is why not show it I feel in like a- it's perfect the way it is. No, it's ver- and I wanted to show it in a vertical way because the last film I did was more of a horizontal way. It's mm. no piercer. So for me to do it in like a vertical top to bottom way, I thought really resonated. Um, I thought it was beautiful. I storyboard everything I do before I do it extensively. Can I interrupt your why? Yeah. Um, J-Lo, how are you feeling about the omission? I mean, Jenny from the Bronx you talking about? Yeah, there's uh, only one. As a Bronx native, as a Riverdale native, I'm upset that she isn't represented. Um, also, it's weird to me that uh, Standing Up, Falling Down didn't get the Oscar nom we were hoping for, okay. for both Billy and I. I was going to plug your movie. I Standing like, Up, Falling I, Down, available but... uh, February 21st. Uh, like most Oscar movies, this one's available on VOD <laughs> the first day it's out. <laughs> um, but Which yeah. do you think has a better chance at Oscar noms? Uh, Standing Up, Falling Down or Sonic the Hedgehog? Sonic the Hedgehog for, I think, computer for 
graphics, probably. Computer graphics. Well, you have the terminology right, like totally yeah, yeah, down. Yeah. That's What's really... the computer graphics one called? <laughs> Digital it's called effects. Computer... Visual effects, yeah. I mean, I think so. It's gorgeous. I haven't seen it. I've only seen the, the, you know, the trailer. I'll play it right now. Here. Oh, he's he's taking out. Okay. He has he has a giant flat screen play. I'll just TV. Show you, the first two. you can't show anybody. Okay, okay. I'm just gonna show you the first okay, two minutes. Okay, okay. 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 He's Hi, I'm Sonic the Hedgehog, and this is my movie. My character in the movie. I narrate. The oh, he's, whole, yeah, he's paused it just so you know. And now, yeah. Okay. Oh my goodness! I, you really pulled a Horowitz, didn't you? Huh? What? Wait, so can I pause movie, it here? Sure, can I just? Yeah. yeah. So in the film, anytime someone does something real stupid, uh, we call it a Horowitz. Is that what? Not after you. It's a different guy. Huh. You may be asking yourself, why do I call it a Horowitz? Josh Horowitz. Okay, can From I pause MTV. it? Can I pause? Yeah. Um, you... I can't believe I'm showing you this. I will get Paramount will kill me that I'm showing you the first five minutes of this film. Okay, you just said that has nothing to do with me, and then it literally says my entire. Like my entire name. Oh, okay. Well, you haven't seen the whole movie. I don't want to ruin it for you. We'll just stop it there. But it's, it's great. <laughs> Can I tell you something? Have you seen the movie? Of course. You kidding me? I've seen many versions of it. Are I'm, you? Are you okay? Okay. Let, let's talk about the controversy. Mm-hmm. Let's get it out of the way. Oh wow! Right let's out of the way. Let's get it. You okay. brought it up. You I will it up. diplomatically talk about let's the just controversy. Talk, okay. The controversy was that the you first, will bring it. The, I will say this: the first trailer came out, and we could see Sonic's penis, and that was the controversy, right? Yeah, a lot of people are talking about that first trailer came out, and they're like, "It seems like it's too much penis." Yeah, it was like all over the place. No, it's a GPG type movie. We don't need that. And then the second one, I think you don't even see it at all. And I was looking very, yeah, that's very intently. Thing. Can I say? Great interviewer, great questions. Yeah. You love to talk about superheroes' butts. One of your favorite things. <laughs> Sadly, true that is false. true. That's unfortunately true. I watch your YouTube videos. I'm a fan. You know mm. I'm a fan. I think you ask great questions. Mm. But you love tushies. You love tushies, as the as my mommy would say. You love a good tuchus. A tuchus, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> love a good tuchus. Oh, you wait, Do you have you any wait, visual you games? Wait, you wait for the Sonic uh, junket. There's going to be a lot of ass talk. You asked me a question once for the Sonic red carpet yeah. at CinemaCon. Did I ask about About Gentilla? Plastic Man. And it, yeah. and then you and then it went around the internet, and I was like, the power of Josh Horowitz is unbelievable. And now you you've been cast as Plastic Man. <laughs> I'm cast as plastic. I'm cast as Plastic Man. Isn't that incredible? It's hard to say. Cast as Plastic Man. Has it gone anywhere? Have have, have we made some magic out no, of that? No, I guess that video did nothing. Yeah, <laughs> in retrospect, actually. <laughs> I wonder if they have a script or not yet. But that video is none of it. Okay, the controversy. The controversy. The, There's no controversy. Everybody loves Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, thank you. You're the best. Yeah. I'm going to redirect. I'm excited about this. The new trailer looks amazing. I really... It looks legit funny. All right. Yes. I got, they let me improvise. Jeff Fowler is a beautiful director. He let me improvise. I got to play with my words a bunch. And he... Everybody cared enough to make it good that they kept letting me come in and do more and more. Add jokes. Play with jokes. Do jokes. Watch the movie a bunch. See where I could do better and worse. Uh, and I, I would uh, just because I really wanted to be good, I would ask Jeff, "Can I come in again and see the movie uh, before our next ADR session? If there's anything I can play with?" And he would be, of course. So I got very lucky that they let me play a lot. And also Jim Carrey. Have you seen it? No, they don't show me. Here, I'll press play right okay, now. Here we okay, go. yeah. Oh my God, another horror! Okay, I'm gonna pause again. So the, he's amazing, in it. Mm-hmm. Jim Carrey, and he feels like old school nine. I mean, not to say he's amazing and everything, but like he has that feel of when I grew up with him as a kid. It's right. like he's so funny, man. What um, so when did you actually break bread with Mr. JC? I've only met him twice. Okay. Once was on the set when I was there to do some script stuff. I think to read the script out loud. I think so they can record it. And then the other one was for press for CinemaCon. Right. And it was like meeting. You know, you've I've seen his face. So I feel like there's a lot of times in this industry. You must go through this all the time because you interview like the biggest people. That it's like you know somebody's face so well. And then uh, you meet them, and when you meet them, they're that person's face still. Right. Until you talk enough with them that they're a human being. But 
like when I met Cheadle for the first time before I did the show with Chas Lies with him, it's like, oh, that's Don Cheadle. Even when you're talking for the first time, he's still Don Cheadle until like it takes like 15 minutes. And you're like, right. okay, you're a human being. Same with Jim Carrey. It's like, oh, I mean, I just see Jim right now. And then slowly you talk about real life stuff. And you're like, right. oh, okay, great. Now you're a human being, stuff like that. Has he, do you think he's going to uh, do a painting of you? That would be nice. Oh my God, that'd be amazing. That'd be great. Oh my God, that'd be amazing. <laughs> I hope I get to spend more time with him because I would, I only got to ask him a couple questions about Ace Ventura, which he was totally cool with it, talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I haven't, I haven't gotten to talk to him yet. How many actual days have you worked on this movie? Um, in terms of um, being like, in the booth, is that considered yeah, a day? I'm just curious. Many, like, probably 20 something. Oh, really? So yeah. by the standards of an animated film, that's actually a lot. Yes, and some of these, yes, a lot. And, and uh, because also I did the test. Right. Then after the test, we did a little ADR for that. And then we sold it to Paramount. And then I would do the, you know, I did the table read, then another table read, then a little punchy thing. And then I went to set and I did it again. Then I came back and actually record things. I probably did 14 or something like that, maybe more. We did a lot. And also temp VO, you'll send temp VO over the right. phone just so they can slot it in until you come in. Right. So it's like um, a lot, which is good because I want it to be as much a part of the process as they would let me. I mean, it's a $90 million movie. Yeah, and you get... Like eighty million of that. I get eighty million. That's your, your quote. Is actually, I'm going to say it's it a little bit. I, I don't know. It's a little ballsy to quote eighty million for. They didn't need more than work. ten. Yeah. And by the way, the, the I mean, can I tell you something? Yeah. I bring eighty million dollars towards this movie. I brought an eighty million dollar performance to this yes, movie. Yes. They, so I think that's that what I, they call you, eighty million Schwartz. Yes. Yes. Um. I'm not really okay. So I played Sonic, obviously, as any. Which Red, one did you play? Red Blooded American, Sega Genesis. The, the first original. one, the yeah, second yeah, yeah. one. No, the original. Was there a hang glider in the game you played, or the first one? I mean, we're talking 25 years ago. Sure. Give me a second. 1991, maybe. By the way, I notice you you play a lot of video games. Sure. Do you know that there are new video games out there? <laughs> because you're playing all the old stuff. It's a great question, Newman Cruz. Um, He's referring to a poster, not just having a spasmodic fit. Um, uh, that was my grocery list. I have to get Paul Newman cookies. <laughs> have, <laughs> oh, get, have you had the Fig Newmans? Oh, oh they're, they're great. Really, they're Give delicious. me a break. I what mean, are you, crazy? On. Fig Newman? I love it. Um, I do know. I play. There's an uh, there's an independent game I love called Inside. You ever play that? Independent game? What does that even mean? Like an oh, underground? Do you have like, a? Like, do you have a? What do you have? Do you have an anything? I have or no? nothing. I have. N- I, I'm an adult man. I don't. Uh, I'm an adult man. I have many's, but <laughs> I learned that I have to complete games, so I can't start the new ones that take so long to beat, because I would just play them. Got it. I would be addicted to it, and I would play it. I have to, like the last. I, be, I bought Tomb Raider and I beat that, but inside it was like four hours or something like that. You need the simple one so that you can actually live a life. Yes, uh, but I bought Mario Odyssey and I beat that, okay. and then I bought Breath of the Wild. Like I bought like Breath of the Wild from Zelda. I beat, and then I beat Link's Awakening. Like I beat it. I'm on the Switch because when I tour, I can play a little bit. Okay, but. When I spend too much time that, or when I'm on like Instagram for too long or Twitter, I get so upset at myself that I should be writing or I should be doing work. Right. That uh, I, that I think we're gonna learn that Twitter and Instagram has made us. I'm not even doing a bit. Take shits poorly. I think when everybody's going to the bathroom and on their phone, their brain oh, isn't functioning to help them go so to the they're bathroom. Not, they're not doing it efficiently. And I smartly, think so. Yeah. And I think it's just taking us away from like human being interaction. So you've just to get on, on granularly on your. God, I can't believe you're bringing it. Nobody your, thought you were going to bring it. you well, okay. No one knew you were coming except for literally you and me. Right. Well, uh, Elise knew. Elise is behind me. Elise, no, Elise you want to say hi? No. Okay. That's Elise. <laughs> so when you're when you're currently in in the last couple of years when you've been pooping, you feel like you're not giving it your all because I think you're that I'm, I think that my bowel movements are not as good as they could be. What does that mean? How would you define? I feel like my movements. brain, I'm on the toilet too long. And it used to be when I was a kid, I used to read Calvin and Hobbes comic strips when I was on the bathroom. Right. And that's what would take too long. And I think this is just like, I'm reading tweets and I forget I'm even on the bathroom. I think it's with. just, you're getting older. It gets harder. By the way, I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. Isn't that terrible? 
And this fucking phone is making me wake up in the middle of the night and go to the bathroom. What is going on? Sonic, it's giving me knee pain. Sonic the Hedgehog, the character, is, is it's an alien? Sonic's an alien. Is it an alien that happens to look like a hedgehog? Well, let me tell you this. In the video game, it's an alien. Okay. Okay. And I believe it, it, the planet is from is maybe Mobius? God, that would be so crazy if I remember that as a kid. I could be wrong. Can okay. we look that up later? You sure. don't have anybody. It's just you and I. Elise, can you look up if Sonic the Hedgehog is from Mobius or Morbius? It's not Morbius, but um, that's Elise, everybody. She's going to talk at the end of the whole thing. He's, called, he's talking to his phone. It's, it's a Siri. He's renamed Elise. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, but I think that's the original thing as well. Um, and also, by the way, if you play the original game, at the end, you, the, the ring, you could jump through the ring and it could take you places. So that's kind of like the portal part of the video game. Right. There's also a couple Easter eggs in there. Oh, if you he's watch so excited. He's literally physically moving well, around. He's I, so I like, excited. I like the movie. And I was like, so like in the video game, if you're, on, if you're close to the edge, Sonic will be like, whoa. And they put that in one of the scenes because Jeff Fowler is a beautiful genius. And I think Tyson helped out with that also. I, I think so, whatever. And there's all these little things that if you play the video games, you'll find in the movie. I begrudgingly admit my nephew is very, very excited about Sonic the Hedgehog. Why can't you be happy for me, Josh? I think we, All we, we know each other. Long each other. <laughs> You're still a little p- b- pissed about Comic Con. Can I tell you, you something? You're oh still- my God, Comic Con! Can I tell everybody what happened, or is that rude? No, we can talk. I buy Comic Con. I'm in it. So I've done. I'm friends with Josh in real life, right? I've, <laughs> and also respect you as an a, an actual journalist. Right back at you. Not even for the talking about part. butts. Like I and like your journalistic things. Mm-hmm. We're at Comic Con. We get in there. It's me. What is it? Ducktales. It was Ducktales. So it's me, probably Kate Micucci, maybe a Bobby or a Danny. Uh, yeah. We sit there. And we start the interview, and then I can see Josh starts looking at the door and starts rushing us. And let me tell you why. And I go, and I think I called it out on camera. I said, oh, someone more important is coming in? And it was because the goddamn Walking Dead cast was coming in. And so he had to get us out as quick as he could. And I'm his friend in real life. Like, I'm sure we ate a burger that week sometime. And, and, and then I didn't let him let it down. And then in the interview, I said, you're kicking us off Walking Dead, but you edited that part out. So no, I think it's see. in there. Is it, is it did not make the I cut? I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, I felt really horribly. And I feel like it cast a pall over our relationship in the days and weeks later. I felt tremendous guilt. No, I did, it didn't hurt us personally. But I, I was like, oh, I could see what's happening. Because also I've been in that situation before. It's like – It was out of my control. I shouldn't have been yeah, so obvious about it. Yeah, I guess you can't just keep it. doing the interview. I shouldn't have been so obvious about it. And, and, and Yeah, I, you literally stopped the interview. You go, someone more important is coming to finish up. <laughs> and I was like, we're live right now. Well, you also know our dynamic, especially in those contexts. I t- tend to take a very passive-aggressive – or aggressive, aggressive attitude yeah, towards a you. Bit, that's a bit we do. That's a bit, mm-hmm. which maybe I should scale back in the future because it might be teetering on the edge of, <laughs> of, of, of angry you, aggression. People think that you hate me now, for real? <laughs> so I'm glad we cleared, cleared the air. We're good. Yes. I saw Zombieland double tap. Um, you were happy when I died. Saw it on the plane. Yeah. Well, you had to get in zombie makeup. Yeah. So you had probably a full day of work. It took Two an, days? It took an hour to turn me into a zombie. I had one day, oh. rehe- one day rehearsal for the, the quote-unquote stunts and then the shoot. Day. And he knocks you unconscious, doesn't he? It was amazing. Oh, God. It was amazing. I was watching him being like this beautiful man. But at the beginning, they just show a flash of you. Like, so you did a quick little thing, and I was like, oh, that's all he gets to do? Yeah. And then, then you came and got hit by one of the legends of legends. Mobius? Elise? Holy shit, Please she didn't even look wow. it up. She's, she's like, they've moved on. They've and moved on. Okay, here we go. Sonic the Hedgehog. Mobius is the name of a fictional planet okay. that appears in several spinoff media for Sonic the Hedgehog Great. franchise. It's considered one of the common elements for early Sonic canon, which, of course, we know about. Thank you very much, Elise. Do you want to say your social security number? Zero four two. Three three. Although you're from you're from Miami, aren't you? What does that have to do? Is, is that how social security works? Oh, she doesn't want it. So it wouldn't be zero five two. Zero five two is New York, I think. Oh my god, you sound like Rain Man right now. Uh, have god, you? Someone else called me that. <laughs> Second time today, someone says Rain Man. I love math. Have you have you met Bill Burry? 
Speaking of zombie, Bill Burr. Bill, Bill Burr. No, not the comedian. Bill, Bill, Bill Murray. No, he did a day on Parks, I think, didn't he? That sounds right. Uh, n- no, no, I haven't. I'd be, I would be very scared. I'd be very scared. There's a couple people that I'd be very scared about. What's your? Do you have a general icebreaker with people that like? What's your way into? Yeah, I go. Have you ever listened to Happy Sad Confused? <laughs> That always works. And they go, no. And I go, okay, good. And then I was like, we're going to be great friends. <laughs> That's usually how it works. For me, at least. Right. Well, An was- icebreaker for what? If I meet, like, I just try not to talk about anything that sycophants would talk about with them, I guess. Right, like Ace Ventura, the second time you met Jim Carrey. Yeah, but, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I guess not. What was your favorite movie of this past year? I liked a lot of movies. I loved Jojo Rabbit. I think yeah, Taika Waititi is an actual genius, and I think that he carries himself like such a fun, cool oh dude God. that you can't believe that he's so approachable and could be such a genius. Yeah. And then also what we do in The Shadows is incredible, like yep. the film, so the act that he can do all that. He got nominated. This is also something I was going to look at for today is that he got nominated for Oscar Short, and today he got nominated for Best Picture. I was wondering if there was ever anybody else that's ever done that. Off the top of my head, I cannot confirm or deny. Right? So I'm very interested to see, because I remember he got nominated for a short a long time ago, right. and then Jojo Rabbit. But I love Jojo. Obviously, I love Rockwell. Right. But it's like, I loved him. I love Parasite. I really like Marriage Story. I love Marriage Story. I, was, I watched it and was, I was like, the performances are amazing. I thought Joaquin Phoenix was amazing. Um, what else did I love? Um, I miss, 1917, I thought, was incredible. Mm-hmm. It's technically stunning. Have you ever been in a war film? In an award film? In a war film, sorry, I'm not an unstable. I, I did today. something called Medal of Honor where I played a. Yeah, right? I played someone who was a recipient of the Medal of Honor named Vito Bertoldo. And so I got to be in all the old school garb and learn how to shoot a gun and wow. all that stuff. That was very crazy and cool. But putting on all that crap every day and then getting bloodied up and stuff is not, it's like a lot. Yeah. Um, but that was incredible. Uh, and then I think I played one more person that was. And DuckTales, he's a vet, right? DuckTales a vet. Yeah, yeah. He's a veteran of of (laughs) Vietnam. (laughs) That's why, yeah. How does he do it? Do you get something out of just playing, like, uh, uh, what's the word? Anaphromorphize? What's the word? What's that? Anaphromorphic character? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you mean ducks and stuff? Yeah, ducks and and hedgehogs and stuff that speak. I love the. I like that I can, in animation, I can be anything and be. I love that I can be a duck that flies on a plane, jumps off a plane, lands on a. (laughs) I love that. Because as a kid, I mean, you had to watch animation too. Sure. We have a pretty similar background in terms of what we like. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, I love that stuff. So the fact that I can do that now makes me so happy. What, uh, what kind of animal do you play in standing up, uh, falling down? <laughs> standing up, falling down, I play an ostrich. <laughs> I play like a really cool, funny ostrich who doesn't, hasn't quite found his voice right. yet. Um, At the uh, beginning, he's just telling like funny one-liner ostrich jokes. <laughs> and in the end, he like talks about the real stuff that really make an ostrich. Like he talks about why he puts his head in the, wa- in the sand and right. stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, it's an actual good movie, I should say, on the Have record. You seen it? Yeah, I told you. I was at the Tribeca premiere. Oh, we saw yeah, each other. You, you were don't, so means nice. Nothing. It means nothing to yeah, you. It means brought, nothing. Uh, no, it does mean something. Uh, I liked it a lot. I'm happy that it's a great movie. to see it. Yeah, it's I very charming. Billy's, really Billy's great. Billy and Crystal, him and of course. I have so much fun together. It's funny because it's so hard to get people to find those movies that are like five theaters or six theaters and then VOD. Yeah. Because um, uh, for like, you know, maybe we didn't get a Spirit Award, but but Billy, man, he's so good in it and I really like the movie. So I, it's funny because an interview that we did today, they talked about how, like, what do you think about the new version of what streaming is? There's so much, I think there's so much now that it's so easy to get lost and I'm afraid that movies like that which I really like are going to get lost. Right. Um, which is the cool thing about Sonic is that it can't, you know it's coming out which is amazing and I get, I'm so excited to be in a movie like that but I wonder uh, and I'd love to hear what your point of view is 
what what you do for something like that, which I think is good and has good performances in it, but it's just like how do you how do how do you get people to watch something like that? I don't have this the answer to the secret sauce. I don't think I, I think we all are like figuring it out. I think it's it's the wild west right now. It is. It is the wild west, and I do think that it's more word of mouth than ever. So the, the fact. But that what you, does word of mouth mean? Does that mean Twitter? Does that mean something has to be retweeted? Does that mean it has to be podcast? Does that mean it has to be in Wall Street Journal? Like. Um, I don't think traditional media. You probably don't need to be here, to, in all honesty. <laughs> <laughs> well, this wouldn't even be considered traditional media. No, that's true. This but, would be new. This would be new. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically radio. Yeah, this I guess is radio. Um, what did you and Billy Bonda uh, about in the in the first place? Because you two seem to actually double tap. <laughs> um, uh, we we bonded about basketball, about comedy. Right. I got to we. He had a great line. We did a Q and A once, and he's like, "We're singing the same song comedically. We're singing the same song in different octaves." And he's like, "And we get to harmonize, and it's just so fun to do." And I was like, "Yeah, it's such a beautiful way of doing it." He comes from like an old school comedy background, but that's the background that I grew up on. Right. And then I have this improv-y type thing, and it works so well together. You think about how we worked with Robin all the time, and how well those two guys worked with improv. So it's like it was so quickly such an easy thing for us to do. Yeah. And so we became friends, and we love basketball. And we're both Jewish people from New York. You 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 frequented some basketball games with yeah, him. Yeah, I've been lucky that he invited me. He has courtside tickets, which as a kid is like, you know, we were me and my father were nowhere near anything like that. So it's like to sit there now is so surreal. It's so crazy. You could hear the athletes like complaining about stuff, cursing each other off, yeah, fucking with each yeah, other, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, making jokes with each other, messing with the refs. And I was like, oh, man, this is like a whole different thing. It's crazy. What's the, what's the etiquette? Do you try to pay for the snacks as a make good? It's, if you get those seats, oh, everything well, is included. It's one of those So things. my etiquette is when, uh, let's say he's looking in the direction where I'm sitting, let's say the ball's there, I make sure to lean back so I'm never in his way. Because <laughs> at the beginning, I'm so excited that I'm leaning forward. Right. And then when uh, I look to the left and someone's leaning forward, I was like, oh, it, you can block the left. So right. the etiquette that I learned is keep my feet in. <laughs> So I don't trip anybody and um, You're a make sure to lean back. Uh, where do you come down? City Slickers or City Slickers 2, The Legend of Curly's Well, Gold. City Slickers 1 also, I think. Daniel Stern and Billy Crystal. The three, and Bruno was the other one, no, right? Yeah, yeah. That movie's unbelievable. If you look at Daniel Stern's career also, he's put in some amazing performances. Yeah? Because he had Home Alone 2, then he had Rookie of the Year. Right. He's, he's amazing. Why did you go straight to Home Alone 2? Home Alone as well. <laughs> oh, I got it. Which is the name of Home Alone 4. Home Alone 4, Home Alone as well. Uh, Home Alone as well. Um... Yeah, yeah. I'm very impressed because you also don't look at notes or anything like that. Well, with someone like you, I feel like you put the onus more than ever. You're so on your feet. I feel like I need to rise to the challenge. But you're good at that. Do you do that with all the interviews? Or you I sometimes try, have like... I, try, I think the better the interview, the less I'm looking at the notes. I think it's more indicative of the guest than me. I think me. that's probably right, yeah. It's like you're actually engaged with what they're talking about. Yeah, that you're in it. Oh, God, he's looking at his notes. Oh, he does have notes. <laughs> he does have notes. Talk he's looking at them every time. Talk what was your favorite three movies? Uh, my, my five, and I never ordered them, was um, Marriage Story, I Parasite. I really loved Marriage Story. Uh, Uncut Gems. Oh, I thought Adam Sandler was unbelievable. In Irishman and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So pretty, Ooh, pretty standard. Irishman. Yeah. Did you watch it in one sitting? Yes. And I think that was the key. I saw it in a theater, one sitting. So it was a cinema, whatever. And but I, then Marriage Story, you didn't. Marriage Story, I did see it in a theater as well. Oh, I didn't even know that was available. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Um. Marriage Story, yeah, it's fantastic. But yeah, I think Irishman benefits a lot from the, You saw it at home? Yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 Um, do you feel like uh, Star Wars should have gotten in there? I love Star Wars. Listen to me. I got a we, special thanks in the end. I'm very excited about We had Star a Wars. long, involved chat or two about you Star Wars. You and I Wars. talk about sci-fi, sci-fi movies quite a bit. 
We do. We do the decompression after these big guns. Yep, we also talk about Star. We talk about Star Wars in particular. Are we allowed to talk about your contribution this time around, or no? Um, it would be an exclusive. You want to? You want to do an exclusive? Well, we don't have to. If you look at the end of oh, by the way, IMDb, throw up my special thanks up there. (laughs) (laughs) I can't do it by myself, but dear God, how excited am I that I have a special? It's not on IMDb yet. Um. I don't You've think been checking. So. You've been Elise? checking every day. <laughs> Elise is on it. Mobius. I got Mobius right. Um, JJ was nice enough to. I got to punch up some. I got to put in some jokes of ADR. Pitch some ADR jokes for a character for Star Wars. I don't know how much I can say about okay, it. We can be abstract if you, okay, if you yeah. don't feel. Yeah, that's but fine. like four yeah. or five jokes of mine are said by a character that I've watched my whole life, which right. is insane. Yeah, I will. I will say without revealing it. And you liked it, what the jokes I were. I will, and I will say you asked me uh, like, or maybe I volunteered what my favorite line in the film was, and then you said, "Okay, that's it was mine. I wrote it." it. Yeah. I mean, listen, <laughs> I, lo- I mean, listen. I love the movie. I'm also a huge JJ fan, but yes. I love the movie. And also, when you, I, I, when you go, on, oh, I, I took a picture like on the Millennium Falcon when I was there, and you're not allowed to get them till afterwards, and I haven't gotten it yet. And in Episode Seven. The the photographer took a picture of me and BB-8 when I was on set, mm-hmm. and I ne- I don't have it, and so I'm like I was like, can you find it? But this is I'm gonna give you another exclusive. Oh, oh my god, I can't believe I'm doing oh this. God. I got a tour. Of, I hope JJ doesn't get upset. He won't. He's, he's he wasn't great. aware of my podcast the last time I spoke to him. I've really, been, you I've haven't been, interviewed him? I've been, I've interviewed many times, but never for the podcast. Oh, and you gotta do this, of course. And when I saw him recently, it was him and Daisy, and Daisy's literally the voice of Happy Second Fuse. She does like the intro and the outro. She is. I think she is fantastic. I think she is like a. Mo- I remember when Jay, I saw like dailies because I was doing the voice for BB at the beginning, mm-hmm. or like trying to figure it out. I saw dailies before anybody else of the movie. And I went up to him. I was like, "She's a movie star." Yeah. That, yes, JJ. I mean, has many talents. Casting. If you just look at that Star Wars, what he did in Episode Seven and in Star Trek, it's unbelievable. It's and think about crazy. the female voices he's Forgetting put about on there. Casting you in a fucking TV show. Was, but also yeah. think about Alias. Think about the female voices that he pops into yes. stuff and just. I mean, he is brilliant at yeah. that. Um, but I remember watching Daisy because I only got to see a couple scenes, and the first scene I got to do, we wrote dialogue for for BB-8. Was uh, when BB-8 there? Uh, Daisy sees like BB-8, and um, he gets dropped off of it. Gets dropped off of this walking beast type thing, and Daisy's like talking to BB-8, and so that was the first scene I saw of the whole film, and I was like, oh my god, she's, and I'm seeing dailies, yeah. So I'm not, I'm seeing like not polished anything, and I was like, how is she so good off the bat? And with virtually no on-screen, on-screen experience at the time. And also she's yep. acting with nothing, right. a, a, a droid. <laughs> right. It was so, I mean, not to say nothing, the people who popped your BB-8 are geniuses, but it's like uh, no, I yeah. was so, I was immediately so blown away by how good she was. But okay, so I'm on, I'm on the new Star Wars, and when I was there the first time, yeah. I didn't take anything because whatever. And we're getting, a, someone's giving me a tour of the Millennium Falcon because they had wrapped out the Millennium Falcon, or there's one more shot of it. And we're going down the hallway of the Millennium Falcon. I almost feel bad telling the story, but I feel like nerds will appreciate it, or people like me appreciate it. And to make the Millennium Falcon look old and rugged, because it's been around for so many movies, you know, there's like pieces of like insulation right. hanging down. So we're walking, the person's giving me a tour, and I'm like, I'm going to take a little bit of insulation uh, from the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> and so I go, and there's just a little piece hanging down. I mean, like, you would never see it. And I go and I pull it, but like a goddamn cartoon, it goes and keeps ripping. <laughs> it like kept ripping. I go, oh no, oh no, no. And I like quickly ripped it and I put it in my pocket and I kept walking. And in my uh, place where I live in Los Angeles, 
It's in a uh, glass jar. <laughs> it's in a glass jar, and I labeled it with like old school typewriter type, and it says Millennium Falcon. Millennium, and I also stole two little nuts from the set of a uh, Luke Skywalker's hut, like his little cave. You're probably responsible for. It's probably because of you that that door fell on Harrison Ford because you took some like key bolt <laughs> yeah. out. I took out. Yeah, I took out the key. <laughs> But I only I usually like from everything I've ever done I take one prop usually but right. I'm I'm not really a part of the Star Wars franchise I just like was happy to help JJ in anything he wants so I was like I'm gonna take something and I was looking around I was like I can't take a button or something from the Falcon that's insane I was like this is garbage this is literal garbage <laughs> nobody's gonna miss this literal garbage and I remember going burr and I was like <laughs> and I quickly put it in my pocket but it's literal garbage to anybody else but to me it's like in a beautiful golden case and a go- like, window I would case. treasure it too Elise. For episode seven, BB-8 voice consultant. No wow. Wow. No wow. And if we revealed what he contributed to episode nine, you would know that he deserves a, a, a credit. Listen, guys. He wrote the line, I am all the Sith. <laughs> yeah. I wrote, I am all the Sith. I also wrote some lines that didn't get in. I wrote a line where R2-D2 speaks in my voice being like, I can talk the whole time, baby. <laughs> They didn't put that in. Fuck off, 3PO. Yeah. That was yours? That was right? me. That yep. was a big one for me. <laughs> I also had a line where, for some reason, I had the, the Kool-Aid guy come in and say, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then C-3PO goes, oh, no, and then leaves. But. Right. Sonic out next February 14th. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm trying to bring all of the franchises together. <laughs> so your Star Wars eligibility is still intact because you've just done these kind of little bits Storm and Stormtrooper? I've been a, I've been a Stormtrooper in Episode 7. I helped with the voice of BB-8, and there's cuts somewhere in the world where my actual dialogue is in there because uh, the editor is edited with my actual dialogue to find out when to come back and forth and then episode nine i wrote i think four or five jokes of mine got in which i mean made my year uh, i got to go to the premiere and watch them and be like and then that he put my name in the special thanks i just did that because i'll do anything for, i think he's a genius i'll do whatever he wants and um was so happy to do it and then he gave me a special thanks which in my head like oh my god anytime anybody watches that movie if they make it through 35 minutes of credits <laughs> you, see, you see my name so, so okay. that was so, oh and also for Fortnite, we invented oh, a stormtrooper yeah. called FN143 <laughs> and then he goes he called me out and he goes uh, the the numbers there's supposed to be four numbers after FN and I said the zero silent <laughs> and my was just a sycophant J.J. Abrams fan Fortnite man that, Donald Mustard is kind of a genius I think it's the way we did he did press within the video game right. <laughs> blew my mind. It's it like was Ready like, Player One come to life. Truly, it's, it's kind of scary. It was. I was so inspired by what they were doing. I was like, we got to figure stuff out. And Donna's like, yeah, you know. I was like, there's like unlimited possibilities. I was really excited by what they're doing there. I'm uh, a little intimidated by how leaps and bounds that video games have taken because I didn't. I've made no effort to keep up. Like I'm 20 years behind. What did you play? What was your last thing that you played and loved? No, legit, it was like Genesis, like 25 years yeah, ago. Yeah, but what game? There's great games in Genesis. <laughs> it was like the basics. It was like the first wave. It was like Sonic like and Tommy was sort of baseball. Yeah, yeah sure. exactly. I love that you played a sports game. Why? It's, fun. it's just ironic. Yeah, I was a big baseball fan. Okay. Okay. Name one he, baseball player. Don Mattingly. Did you say Tom Hanks? <laughs> he did play a baseball player. No, Don Mattingly. <laughs> Don Mattingly? What number was he? 23. That's correct. Um, well done. Have you met Tom Hanks? I have met Tom Hanks. How was, how'd that go? I can't believe I'm going to give you another exclusive. I <laughs> wish I could save them for better things. Because this is not the podcast I want to give real information on. I'm sure like Comedy I didn't Bang, Bang I should have will dropped. take it. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, I have met him. And I have a... a, a he's... I am... He's, my, I think, my favorite actor of all time, which I could never say to him. But he also has been, he was so kind and has been very kind to me. Uh, he's amazing. 
I love him so much. Oh my God. He complimented you. He said nice things to you, didn't he? he? I have a typewriter of his at my house. What? Yeah. You're living I'm dream living, life. And I use it all the time. And do you know what I do? Before that Melissa McCarthy movie came out, I write letters on old school paper to my friends from old celebrities or people. So like my friend Amir was... <laughs> was like did a joke about Kobe Bryant and then he got a letter in the mail from Kobe Bryant the next day saying like hey man it's really hurtful to me when you make fun of me on Twitter I would just pretend I'm different people sending people things or I sent like has anyone bought it has anyone no 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 I make it so they know like the return address is like the Staples Center or like I sent like uh, someone a letter from them as a kid being like how am I doing what's going on (laughs) I love sending letters I love I because it's like because uh, I treat it as an improv exercise. I don't think about anything. Right. I sit down. I write a full letter. Our friend Sammy has gotten a letter from Hugh Jackman before. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. And uh, I, 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 one of my favorite things, I, I wanted a typewriter for my birthday. And uh, <clears throat> by some beautiful surprise, um, the place that I got it from was one of, it was one of his collection. And I never met him before. And he was so nice to give it to me. But um, I've written so many letters. I love the idea that I'm using something that was made in the 60s the same exact way it was used back then. Right. I'm creating the same exact way someone did. Uh, all the, the only thing that's different is the ribbon that I changed. And then I create something, and it's physically there, and I give it to them, and it doesn't exist unless they pick it up. You know, I, I really love uh, writing letters. Um, jumping around a bit, you just came from Philly. Like Cypress Hill? Yep. Okay. Sure. Um, Middle Edition Schwartz. Yes. This is the last time that you've been on the podcast. I mean, you guys, you gone super big time. You're playing Carnegie Hall. When's the last time I did this podcast? The podcast was like four years ago. Why do you think you don't have me on? Because I haven't had anything worthwhile? I mean, it's weird that you would... You offered that up. I didn't say it. Well, just it just seems like, why wouldn't... I've had a lot of fun stuff the past four years. I, like, a I'm lot an of adult. Fun I don't... You know, cartoons and stuff. Like, I mean... <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I did House of Lies for a bunch of years. I had this yeah, pilot with really, JJ. It's a really Don Cheadle show. I guess show. that didn't get like it. Yeah. It's a Don Cheadle yeah. show. I did, like, a bunch of movies, like, five movies yeah. in that well, time. We did the bit. We did the sketch. You and Sam. Oh, yeah. Me and Rocky. Hey, I'm writing a new um, movie for Sam Rockwell and I. The best. How many exclusives do you want? <laughs> we just sold it. <laughs> did you? Yep. Congrats. I'm writing it right now. Amazing. It's great. A two-hander, you uh, and Sammy? Me and Sammy Rocks as the leads. The best. It's going to be really fun if it gets made. For the Blue Iguana fans out there that want more. (laughs) (laughs) Is it a spiritual sequel or a a natural sequel? It's spiritual. It's spiritual. 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 Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. Middle 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 a series of specials that we filmed in New York at NYU, and it's going to be coming out in the next couple months. And uh, so I think what's going to happen is we're going to release three specials at the same time, I believe. Oh, cool. I haven't, we haven't talked about it with the place that we set it up with yet. Right. They'll make a big announcement. Right. But MySpace. Yeah, MySpace. Yep. Uh, but it's it'll be the first of its kind where it's almost a comedy special series. Right. Because we're giving you because in improv. I mean, like, when you do stand-up, like, I love John Mulaney. I think he's incredible. He'll work on it for six months or, you know, uh, Chappelle probably takes even less time somehow. Right. But, um, and then they'll release it. But for us, every show is totally different. Right. So they gave us two nights. We did four shows. We take our three favorites out of the four. Whatever happens, happens. They're not perfect shows, but that's what's fun about improv. Right. And you're going to see us making it up on the spot. And so there have been specials in the past, uh, but nothing like this where all of them are released on the same day and not multiple. Like, each episode is a different outfit is a different background so right. there's no cutting between it it's one long story each time whatever happens happens so i really am interested to see if people connect with it and if people feel like 
we feel like they're making up on the spot. They could feel that. I really hope it connects. Well, it's that's a big deal for us and for improv. Yeah, because you've talked so much about like how the magic of of what you guys do and what any great improv uh, artist does is it's a connection in the room. Yeah, and it's a one time only event. And I think like, that's right. And the people have have tr- I think banged their head against the wall and like how do you actually translate this to any other medium? It might not be possible. Maybe it is or maybe it isn't. This is the test. <laughs> and this is sounds and like this is the one. We put so many different cameras on it. We try to capture it and we're trying to edit it where you're always looking at us like it's the point of view from the audience. So you see that we're not editing a lot outside, you know what I mean? Right. So it's like you're in it and you feel us making up on the spot and our shows you are feel very much like that that you're like, "Oh, this is all." Yeah. So, I'm very interested to see if people care. Another thing like, you know, we're not Chappelle, we're not uh, all these bigger people, but um, and also, it's you know what you're getting when you get stand up. We're trying to introduce something that isn't as popular, right? Um, unless you've seen TJ and Dave, or unless you've seen an Ask Cat special, or my special I did for Showtime a while ago. It's like this is trying to make long form, trying to trying to really get people to connect with it, and know what it is. So at the beginning, trying to explain what it is, uh, and then we interview someone, and then we do the show. So it's like stick with it for two seconds, right? And then we're just gonna make up stuff. So we're hoping that people stick around. Well, I mean, you know, to earnestly speak for a second, as you know, I've seen you've you seen do, a bunch of I've shows. I've seen you do your thing, and it's it's remarkable. It's You're amazing. very cool. So if I you, hope if, it translates. If you captured a tenth of it, it's gonna kill. I think we captured exactly a tenth of it. That's what you were shooting for. I think so. <laughs> I think so. Space Force. Yeah. I need to talk. How about many more exclusives do you need? <laughs> I just want to know how it's been going. So, this show sounds amazing. Uh, Greg it's, Daniels, I of think course. it's going to be very funny. Steve Carell. Yes. Malkovich. John Malkovich. <laughs> the John Malkovich. Um, there's only one. Carell, Malkovich, uh, me, Tony Newsom, Diana Silvers, and then recurring great people are Jimmy O. Yang, Don Lake. If you've ever seen a Waiting, Waiting for Guffman or a Christopher Guest movie, okay. he's a genius in it. Um, we have a bunch of other great recurring people that I'm probably forgetting. And then we have insane guest stars, some people that haven't even been announced yet. And uh, I just wrapped photography uh, three days ago. So you're the set photographer. You've been taking photos. I take photos of everything. That's and I great. I think my photos are really... <laughs> Artistic. I think so. Artistic nudes. I think they're beautiful, but you it's play funny. F. Tony Scarapiducci. Yeah. My name is Fuck Tony, instead of like making fun of Fuck Jerry. And then my last name is Scarapiducci instead of... The mooch. And what kind of animal are you in this? Oh, good. I'm a lemur. <laughs> I play a lemur in this one. Anaphomorph, anaphomorph, ana, See, morph, I, I, anamorphic I, lens is what I'm thinking of. Yeah, I don't even know what I, it I've is. screwed us both up. Yeah, um, I guess. Is Malkovich, what's the vibe of the Malkovich? Do you ever he, feel comfortable around him? He's, let me tell you something. He scares me a little. He's, have you interviewed him? Yes. He's the best and somehow has done everything. We were talking about clothes one day and oh he's like a designer he has his i've bought clothes of his online yeah he designs he has different he has different lines right and then even after that we we're talking about wine he has his own vineyard he makes his own <laughs> wine he is such an interesting he's very funny he was he was so kind he came to one of my improv shows with his whole family he's just a great guy and happens to be one. He's the actor. Like I'll be talking to some of my friends that are pretty established and really good at what they do. Right. And I'll be like, uh, and I'll say like, oh yeah, John Malkovich is in that. Or I'll be on the phone with them. Malkovich passes by, and they will be like, holy shit, that was John Malkovich. Like even the biggest people. Yeah, there's something about him. They just recognize how incredible of a talent he he's is. He's like Walken. He's like one of those guys. That's exact. Walken's a perfect example of like, oh, you're. A, he's just a god amongst men. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's see some random things I had here. Um, but, do you but, have any but, games to play? No, no. I'm Sometimes not, you have great games. You no, know, I save that for on camera. Oh yeah, I guess so. This is just I'm throwing this away. Would you gain... God, so many exclusives just to throw away. Are you sponsored by Milky Way or Snickers? I just like them both. Would you gain 50 pounds for a roll? A muscle? Uh, it can be fat, muscle, you want me to Kumail? 
Exactly. You asking me to Kumail or you asking to machinist? The, the full Kumail. You want me to Kumail or oh, machinist? Uh, machinist, you can't go much. You're a thin man. You can't go with 50 I don't down. Feel, I you don't would feel die. like I'm as thin as I should be. Now that I've seen pictures of Kumail, I know i got to work on myself. Uh, 50 pounds more? Um, it would have to be a great role. I would be afraid that I wouldn't be able to lose it. I get very lazy with working out. You've never been overweight. Were you a fat kid? No, I've always, but I've been skinnier than I am now. Would you gain 100 pounds? No. Okay. That's unhealthy, I think. Well, all this stuff is unhealthy. What, what Christian Bale <laughs> has been doing to himself for art has not been a good thing. That's probably true. Um, have you met Vin Diesel? No. What's he like? He's, is he Groot? He, yeah. I mean, technically speaking, he is Groot. Is sure. he Groot? Yeah. I mean, spoiler, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he is Groot. Yeah. Oh, okay. my God. He's kind of like Malkovich. Diesel They're is? both bald. Yeah. But, I mean, come on. Malkovich? He's done the podcast, Vin. Vin? Yeah. I Who's the most nervous you've been uh you've been most nervous podcast wise? Yeah. Um I was excited slash nervous for Warren Beatty. That was a Oh, that's crazy. You talk about Dick Tracy? Yeah. I love Dick Tracy. I know you do. Um you do? These are great questions. Let's see what else you got. Let's see. Have you ever been cut out of a film? Um I don't know. Wow, that's good. Okay, good. How would you describe your level of celebrity? If you were explaining it to somebody. Minimal to low. That's not true. That's <laughs> low not to true. Minimal. That's not true. I get stopped a couple times on the street, but nobody's threatening. <laughs> That's perfect. So in a way, kind of ideal. I am it's very all pleased. Because I've been around very famous people and like they can't move. You know what I mean? Right. There was a great moment once when I did an improv show and uh, 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 JJ, JJ came to the show with... Uh, I think his, his, by the way, JJ's family is insanely talented. His daughter, Gracie's like an incredible musician and his son, Henry's an incredible writer and, and illustrator as well. But, um, I'm, I cannot believe how incredibly talented that family is. Um, but they came to show as, uh, Henry Gracie and JJ and seven had just come out. Seven had just come out. So every now and then I was whatever, signing BB eight stuff. Right. So we leave out the back and people are waiting with star Wars stuff, posters and yep. stuff like that. And JJ is walking and he's looking at them and they go right by him because they have no idea that he would be at the fucking thing. Right. Right by him to me being like, bam, 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 bam. And he looks to the left because he probably never thought that, what, what's going on? Right. And so he looked and was it was such a funny moment. They had like... Everything that they would die to have JJ right. sign. They just but, you know, JJ's just that he would be there. Why would he be there? Yeah, so it's like just another Jewish looking guy walking <laughs> out of the audience, walks by then and goes, Ben, Ben, Ben. And I'm I am cracking up signing these things while he's there. But um <laughs> the more of the bigger stuff I've done, like with <laughs> Sonic and stuff like that. I can feel it a little bit more now with yeah. signing and uh, being stopped and way more Twitter stuff and Instagram stuff and people taking passionate stances on the stuff I'm doing now like Sonic fans are passionate fans I've been very fortunate that they've embraced me um, but it's like um, so you, you kind of feel it the more stuff I've been doing now and the more visible yeah. I am it's a little bit different but I, I, it hasn't been um, like the people that are really famous and stuff like that it's nothing like that right. which is I, I don't think I'd be great at that because uh, I want to make everybody happy and I think I would disappoint people and, and exhaust yourself. I think I'd be, for real, I think I'd exhaust myself. February's going to be a big month for you. Some, yes. would, some would say it's a make or break month in your career. A lot of people are saying that you're <laughs> not, not sure. going to bring it for this. Uh, no, 2020, they said if I don't do it this year, I'm done. 
Everything I have is coming no, out this no. year. In February alone, standing up, falling down. It's going to be fantastic. It is fantastic. I've seen it. I can yeah, vouch for it. Yeah, and it's a lead role in a movie with Billy Crystal. For me, that's crazy. It's great. Uh, Sonic is going to kill it. Looks Sonic amazing. is coming out on the 14th, and then uh, quite possibly a couple. In the next months after that, will be the Middle East and Schwartz specials, and then somewhere after that, will be the Space Force. So the beginning of this year, the first half of this year, or the first, I don't know when Space Force comes out, but will be, it will be a, a lot. And a lot of big things for me. It is a very interesting place to be in. I've never been in this. I've been in situations where I have three things at the same time. Right. But never where it's like studio movie that my parents can go to like, you know, Yonkers and see it. You know what I mean? Right. Or like, uh, you know, because usually the, the, any like standing up, falling down, my parents are going to have to go to Manhattan to the one theater that's playing it. Right. Um, or get it on VOD. And then the Middle Edition Schwartz stuff. Is it a place where everybody in the world could see it at the same time? Awesome. And then the Space Force thing will be... I think it'll be a cool show. So it's like all these things at the same time, it'll be a very interesting time all happening while I'm writing the Sam Rockwell movie. And also like now I might be get to audition for some cool things. And it's very interesting to see if anybody will care, because also there's a chance that nothing happens. I don't think so. I think this July at Comic-Con, I'm, I, no matter what, I'm not going to bump you. I'm going to keep you there as long as possible. I guarantee if there's someone more famous after me, you'll bump me. Oh, it's and the you, cast of Supergirl. I'm sorry, you, And you would. They crush at Comic-Con. I'm sorry. Oh, my goodness. I know it'll happen again. I think that you're going to be put in such a weird situation. I hope you don't get to be as popular and successful as I think you are and will be. Because then... I think this is it. This is it? You peaked? This is my... No, I no, think this no. is it. Bigger One time you and I did a commercial for iPick, and I thought that was the highest <laughs> we are ever going to get. <laughs> that was only shown at an iPick. <laughs> do you remember that? I do. I do. Um, I don't know how... Why did I do that? Is it a favor to you? Yeah, I think so. That was amazing. You're a good man. Uh, onward to bigger and better things. Congratulations you, on all your it. success. And, uh, I really appreciate you taking the time. I always think you ask good questions. I think you actually care. Uh, well, I think you can be cynical, but then the also you can care. the job is to pretend like you care. How, how long was this? It felt like six hours. 45. What? That's it? How long is your podcast usually? It's usually about 45. We kind of nailed it. Oh, I love it. Anything you want to talk about? Nah, I'm good. When you did Zombieland, did you want to do, did you want to do more acting? Uh, well, you know, I do the, I mean, obviously I do the sketches. You do a, you do a sketch show. So that, that, that scratches that itch for me. I don't have, that, my ambitions aren't that much Would you want to turn that. it into a full, instead of doing one-offs, would you want to do like a Key and Peele type, give me 22 minutes and let me do a sketch show? I don't think I'd want to do a full-on sketch show. I don't think, in all honesty, I'm like of that, obviously I'm not of that level. Yeah, but you but, could be the straight man and you could have all the people do yes, their things. Yes, and that's been the key. I'd, I'd want to do like a mix of things, interview and, and sketches here and there, like any late night talk show has So been. would that be a variety show or would that be a talk show? Would you want to mold yourself towards Conan or would you want to mold yourself towards Saturday Night Live? Conan. Conan. Who's your hero? Talk show wise. Conan was, yeah. Conan. Not was a Letterman guy. Love him. What's that? Not a Letterman guy. Letterman too. Those were the two. Yeah. But enough about me. Thanks for coming by, Ben. I'm very happy to be here. I was very excited. Right, Elise? Right. There you go. I felt half hearted. God, Elise, Elise, I can't believe how much you hate me. <laughs> Maybe it's me. We met today and I feel like we were kicking it off. It was like we were becoming friends. And now you hate being on camera and video. Yeah, she's no it. camera here, just so you know. Is there anything you want to plug, Elise, of your own? Okay, she's good for now. Well, that's a good way to cap it. Uh, is, is Sammy going to do the intro of this, or she doesn't do those anymore? If she's around. If she's around, I, I think Sammy Heller is fantastic and okay. an incredible producer. She's at the beginning out. of this. All right, well, thank you, Josh. I appreciate it. Are Again. we going to take pictures now? Yeah. Okay, great. And so ends another edition of Happy, Sad, Confused. Remember to review, rate, and subscribe to this show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm a big podcast person. 
I'm Daisy Ridley and I definitely wasn't pressured to do this by Josh. <laughs> 